Okay, so we always start off with um, chanting the Metta Sutta, the words of loving kindness. This is what should be done by one who is skilled in goodness and who knows the path of peace. Let him able and upright, straightforward and gentle in speech, humble and not conceited, contented and easily satisfied, not busy with duties and frugal in their ways, peaceful and calm and wise and skillful, not proud and demanding in nature. Let none do the slightest thing that the wise will later reprove. Wishing in gladness and in safety, may all beings be happy, whether living, whether living beings dead may be, whether they are weak or strong or meeting nuns, the great or the mighty, medium, short or small, the seen and the unseen, those living near and far away, those born and do be born, where may all beings be happy. Let none deceive another or despise any being in any state. Let none through anger or ill will wish harm upon another, even as a, even as a mother protects protects with her life her only child. So with a calm, boundless heart should one cherish all living beings, radiating kindness over the entire world, spreading up to the skies and downwards to the depth, outwards and, and abounded, free from hatred and ill will, whether standing or walking, seated or lying down, free from drowsiness. One should sustain this recollection. This is said to be the supply abiding by not holding to fixed views, the pure-hearted one having clarity of vision, being free from all sense desire, is not born again into this world. Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. Okay, yeah, that's uh, always a nice chant uh, to start off with um, the meditation. Uh. Yep, so uh, yeah, so th there's a lot of meaning in that chant. Uh that we can take, reflect yeah, on, and uh, basically practice uh, in our daily life. Um, that's one of the chants when uh, myself and um, Achan Bodhidharma, we went down to uh, Margaret River uh, to um, visit the, um, some of the supporters down there. Uh. So it was the first time that myself and Venerable Bodhidharma went down to uh, Margaret River. Uh, uh, they call the Bambi Initiative. It's a, uh, a local Buddhist group that was started four years ago. Uh. I think, yeah, I think it was four years ago. Uh. 
So yeah, it was first time uh, to go down there and visit Bambi, uh, and it was quite interesting. Yeah, because I noticed um, it was a lot of new new faces that um, I haven't met before. Um, there were some old faces that comes to um, stay at the monastery or the retreat center. So it was quite 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 enjoyable um, visit to uh, Margaret River. Uh, we we taught in four different places, uh, and uh, one thing I always notice. Uh, yeah, the people that are interested in meditation tend to be um, 50 and above. So um, I think the youngest was about maybe in his early, maybe about in his 30s or 40s. Then the oldest person was actually 95. I was going, wow, 95 year old. Yeah. Um, but before we went down there, um, I did have a discussion with Seoul and um, some of the supporters down there. Um, what, what kind of um, practitioner we have? Are they been practicing meditation um, for a few years or quite recently? Yeah? So some of the supporters or the members down there told me that some of the um, people got interested in meditation maybe um, quite early on in life, in, in their 20s, 30s and 40s. But they didn't have any connection to monastic. It's just through books and listening to talks and um, and and list, and coming to to attend the nine day or the three days retreat la, at Jana Grove. So it's quite interesting to meet people that um, we haven't met before or um, members that come here once in a while. La. Yep. Yeah. So um, that was quite good la, because uh, when we went there. I stay in a small little hut down there, one of the supporters' place, and a venerable um, bodhidharma stay in the caravan. And we have a a, um, a small shed with a simple kitchen and a dining dining place. So almost every day, people they came out of the dana, and um, some people actually take 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 the day off and drive all the way one hour just off the dana to the uh, to the sangha. So yeah, so that was um, yeah, that was quite special. Uh, yeah. But in within the, the meditation, I was I was asking why did people come become interested in um, learning meditation uh, down at Margaret River, uh, and um, yeah, same thing. Basically, <laughs> the four mo four noble truths: uh, life is suffering. Um, when we want something, is it's not possible, and when things happen, uh, like a death of family member, oh, that's really bad. And also sickness, cancer, and old age. So I think that's why a lot of the supporters come over there. Um, the interested in meditation are, are 50 and above. So um, most of them are basically farmers, work hard um, all day early in the morning to sometimes late in the evening. So they do work very hard. And as they get older, um, yeah, sickness to arise. So I noticed in the meditation group, there's quite a few people that actually suffer from um, sickness, um, really bad back injury because they've been working very hard up in the farm. And uh, one of the supporters that we stay with, yeah, she got really um, back, bad back. So sometimes she can't lift too many things. So sometimes we have to help with um, getting things organized. So she don't um, injure her back, make her back pain um, that badly. Yeah? Um, also, um, when some of the, 
the, the supporters there, the, the family members, um, yeah, they get quite old, they get quite sick, and uh, yeah, and, and, uh, and some members or family members that pass away. Yeah? And it can be very distract, distressing, yeah? especially in a, um, a small, neat, tight community yeah? in, in a country town in, um, in um, Western Australia. Yeah, when things like that happen, it's quite tough. Um, yeah, so when things like that happen, sometimes a person can be quite lost and um, distressed. So we went to a, the last place that we went and talked. We asked the, 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 the person organizing the talk there. Uh, we turn up and there's roughly about 21 people that turn up. So, oh, okay, just pretty big, big group left for a small country town. But before going there, the organizers say that there have been two suicides in the last, last two weeks. The, the, the father gave, committed suicide. Then after that, the, the daughter, a week later, also committed suicide. I realized, wow, so there's quite a bit of suffering in small country town. And when, when that do happen, you can, you can feel the whole community is almost like, yeah, pretty upset and distraught. So I, I, I realized sometimes, yeah. So yeah, same with the Buddha. <laughs> you see, oh, yeah, when, when the Buddha was, was, before he was enlightened, when he was a, um, a prince or in a very um, rich, well, powerful family, yeah, he got all the wealth in the world. And when he saw an old man, a sick man, and a dead man, the ascetic, and he realized that life is a bit of suffering. <laughs> and he asked the attendant, what's, what's the way? Do this really happen? And the attendant said, yes, yes, my, um, my Lord, this do happen to all of us. Old age, sickness and death, it's about life. And he saw the um, Aesthetic, and he asked his attendant, well, who is that person? And he says he's uh, ascetic, uh, practicing to become enlightened. And, and, um, and, um, and so he realized that, oh, okay, so he will seek for that path uh, out, out, out of suffering. So also the same thing I noticed uh, um, down at the um, the Margaret River Buddhist group. Yeah, when um, people get old, they get sick, and sometimes you get really, really sick, and they have a very painful body. Then they have family members that slowly get older and slowly um, pass away. So for any family member, even can be very dis distorting. So when that happens, you see the, the, the heard of like, a small Buddhist group, so they, they, they seek for help. And um, they, they have like a couple of meditation groups where they have it on um, Tuesday, Thursday night, yeah? Th no, sorry, Thursday evening, e e um, afternoon, and sometimes um, early in the morning, nine o'clock, not very early, but nine o'clock in the morning. So yeah, so we attended the, um, the class and uh, we gave some instruction, pretty basic, and we, we have a discussion afterwards. Uh, 
and we realized, um, yeah, the first day, yeah, very quiet, hardly anyone asked any, any question. I think for the local, they're not used to having Buddhist monks around. They, they try and check us out. So um, then I realized, okay, hmm, they're a bit, a bit more careful. <laughs> they're not sure who are these monks in brown robe. Uh, are we very strict? Uh, are we very serious? Um, are we some kind of cold? I go, okay, so we to, to, uh, to relax him a bit. Uh, so I, I explain about my, myself living in a small country town up in the mines, and I went through the same problem. I got really depressed. I got um, a bit suicidal thoughts. Uh, and um, yeah, and basically meditation helped me to overcome my anxiety uh, and, uh, and suicidal thoughts. Uh, and they actually made me very happy. Uh, so I basically, well, join the club. Uh, I'm the same as everyone else <laughs> in the group. Uh, so after that, uh, yeah, they start to ask more questions uh, and um, yeah, ask for more advice. Uh, so it was quite enjoyable to um, teach down at Market River. And one thing I realized, uh, yeah, we all have restless mind, we all have painful body, uh, and when we sit down meditation, uh, we tend to move around, fidget uh, a lot. Uh, then I explained uh, having a restless mind, having a wandering mind, uh, and uh, having a body that's very painful uh, or moves around is, is quite, quite normal. Yep. Everyone has to go through that. Uh, and when we accept a mind that's restless, when we accept a body that is um, painful, uh, always have to do something, uh, then um, it's a part of life. We have to learn uh, to basically just relax this body as much as possible and to slowly calm and make the mind peaceful, quiet and silent. Uh, because meditation uh, is not about stopping thinking. Uh, it's, allowed, it's about slowly calming the mind down as, as gently as possible. Yep. Because the, the mistake uh, I notice with people, uh, like beginners, they tend to force, put all the effort on the breath uh, to calm the mind down. But if the condition is not there, then um, yeah, there's a lot of tension in the body. So I, I do notice in that group, yeah, there was a lot of um, tension. You can feel the energy in the room. So that's one thing I miss about um, teaching with a group of people. You can actually feel the connection. So I mean, teaching online, it's, it's a bit hard to feel the connection. So sometimes I have to guess what's going on. But with a group of people, you can actually feel the connection. You can feel the energy. You can feel the whole crew just become more silent and more peaceful. So it's easy to guide a community or practitioner when they're sitting in front. In this camera set up, I have to guess. So sometimes I guess, sometimes do forgive me if I, if I, if I teach teach or guide the meditation wrongly. Because with, um, we are like a connection, it's very hard, it's very hard for me to um, gauge where people are at. Yep. So that's one advantage of teaching yeah, with a crowd of people. But the disadvantage teaching online yeah, is very hard to gauge. But the advantage yeah, is a lot of people can able to uh, see the teaching. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, hmm. 
I think we will, we will, we will probably start uh, because if I continue talking, people might get bored. Uh. Okay, no worries. Uh. Yep. Okay, so basic meditation is learning to relax the body and basically to calm the mind down. If we think we can stop thinking, uh, yeah, we, we, we're putting our expectation too high. The higher the expect, expectation, then the more we become disappointed. Because disappointment is a part of life. Like during the wassail, for the three months wassail, I thought, wow, okay, I'm going to get really good meditation. Three months free from duties and teaching. So yeah, I can really get into my meditation. So yeah, the first week was okay. Mine was a bit restless. Then uh, some days it was really calm and peaceful. It's like the mind was silent and um, a lot of peace arise. The mind become quite still. Then a few days later, the mind was all over the place. Then, um, then the week later, <laughs> um, yeah, there was a lot of, um, um, we say anger, disappointment, um, frustration came out from my mind, like being frustrated, being angry, that, yeah, was being taken advantage, being used and being exploited. And I was going, hey, what's going on? I should be a monk. I've been practicing for like 40, um, 20 years, and being a monk for about 12 years. So I should be getting good meditation, but I was going, uh, going a bit crazy and go a bit mad in my mind. Because I spent a lot of time during the wasa and my kuti by myself, sometimes up to um, 20, 23 hours by myself. So yeah, so a lot of restlessness came out. And um, yeah, it felt like I was going a bit crazy. Then when I sit back and light come, when it come, then we, when it goes, then I was at peace because getting angry at myself, not, not able to uh, be peaceful, having a crazy mind, I realized it's not beneficial. But this conditioning arises naturally according to like just past karma, past action, past and skillful behavior, behavior by speech, by action, speech and mind. So even been a Buddhist monk, practicing for, um, hmm, yeah, 12 years. <laughs> Sometimes it's quite tough, yep. But when, when, when I sit back and watch the thoughts, watch the emotion, and uh, allow the mind to complain, to have a whinge, to almost like have a, have, have a cry, then after that, it'll pass. Once it's passed, then the mind is quite peaceful. It's like the inner child inside me complaining about things that happened in the last few months or the last year coming out. Then I realize if there's a self, then there's, there's business and there's an I, there's a me and there's a suffering. Yep. So when the mind is very calm and very peaceful and when there's no self, or say when the mind's still enough, then you're free. 
you're free from the thoughts, you're free from the feelings, eh? and you're free from the um, anxiety. Eh? Yep. So sometimes I realize that if I psych myself up, eh, then I suffer. If I let go, eh, then I'm free. But letting go is, is not easy, it's very hard, even for a Buddhist monk and myself. <laughs> yeah. So sometimes I realize it's just like the, the clouds moving past. Some days it's really clear, blue sky, and it's beautiful, eh? just washing out the forest, seeing the birds, seeing the eagles, especially the western eagle. Then some days it's dark, it's gloomy, it's raining, a lot, and there's thunderstorm. So mine is like that. It just it just comes and goes with all different conditions. Yeah. So I realize, <laughs> yeah, I've been practicing for so long. Sometimes my do my mind will go go be crazy. But all I can do is just make make peace and be kind to myself. Yep. So when you have mattered to oneself, then you, yeah, you forgive yourself. Just as a human being, we're not perfect. We make mistakes, and sometimes we can be uh, exploited. Even as a Buddhist monk, <laughs> I, get, I get exploited a lot, and people complain, and they try and control me, and they try, they try and manipulate me. So I realize it's a part of the course. So welcome to samsara. <laughs> yep. Okay, no, okay, yeah. So I think we'll, we'll start. Okay, yep, yep. Okay, so we always start with grinding, um, grounding our body. Okay, so we gently bring our awareness. So what I teach is what I taught la, down at Margaret River. La. So it might be quite beginner, la, but sometimes having a beginner mind is actually good for the practice. But when we refresh our, our practice, then sometimes we learn something new. La. So what I'm teaching now is basically almost beginner's mind. Okay, so it's very important to sit down comfortably. The aim of meditation is to relax this body because if we don't relax the body, um, any tension, any pain, any discomfort will be quite strong. So the more we, we can ground our awareness within this body, then we can let it go, make it at ease and relax. When the, when the body is relaxed, then we come to the breath, then it's easier to wash the breath and wash the thoughts and wash the feelings. Yep. So grounding the body is very important. It's basically like the foundation of meditation. Because if we don't ground the, the awareness on the body, and we go straight to our breath. Sometimes we we'll, we we'll get bored, and we are basically might fall asleep. So I notice some people quite new. Sometimes they just fall asleep because they find it so boring. <laughs> so it's it's very important to bring awareness to body awareness first. The body sweeping is quite important to start off with. So we gently close our eye. With our eye closed, we bring awareness up to our face. Then we take a couple of deep breaths. Breathe in and breathe out. And breathe in 
and breathe out and relax. Breathe in and breathe out and relax. So we always start off bringing our awareness to our top of our head. We notice our forehead, any tightness, any tension, relax our forehead. Then we relax the back of our head. Gently, we bring awareness to our face. Relax our face. We relax our eye socket. And we relax our jaw. Now we bring awareness down to our neck. Make sure it's nice and straight, not too rigid. Then we relax our throat. And if you need to, you can also clear your throat. And now, we gently bring awareness to our upper back. And notice it's nice and straight and not too rigid. And we relax our upper back. Now, we bring our attention to our upper chest. We relax our chest any tightness, relax it. Just by breathing naturally, calmly, peacefully, we relax our upper body. And now, we gently bring our awareness to both our arm socket. You notice any stiffness? Just relax it. Allow our arm socket to sag so it's not stiffened. Because if we work hard all through the day, especially out in the farm or in the workshop, our arms and our upper chest or body can become quite stiff. 
Now it's time to relax. Relax and let it droop down. And now we gently bring awareness to our right arm. Relax our arm. Relax our elbow. And relax. Same with the left arm. Relax our elbow. And relax our wrist. And if you need to, you can gently move it around. Make it as comfortable as possible. And relax both our arms. And now we gently bring awareness to our hands. To both our hands. And if you need to, please move it around. Make it comfortable. And relax our hands and our fingers. Make it comfortable. And now we gently bring our awareness back to our upper body and slowly move it down to our lower body, especially our tummy. Make sure our tummy is nice and relaxed, not too tight. Make sure our waist is nice and loose. And if you need to, you can move it around and loosen our waist and relax our tummy. Now we gently bring awareness to our upper lower back. Then we start from the upper back, then we slowly move down to our lower back and then relax. Relax our lower back. And now we bring awareness to our lower back. We're sitting on the cushion. And if you need to, gently move it around and relax our lower back that's sitting on the cushion. Okay, now we bring our awareness gently to our right leg first, starting from the top and gently move our awareness down from our 
our thigh, down to our knee, then to our calf, and just relax, relax our right leg. Then we do the same with our left leg, from our thigh, gently down to our knees, and to our, to our calf. And if you need to, you can move it around and just relax. Relax both our legs. And finally, bring our awareness down to both our feet. And if you need to, you can move it around. Make it as comfortable as possible. And relax both our feet and also our toes. Our feet is a part of our body that we work the hardest when we wake up in the morning, when we go, go to the toilet, take a shower, go for breakfast and go for work until we come back from home, have dinner, take a shower and go to bed. So now is a good time to rest our feet because it works the hardest part of our body. Relax and we loosen our feet. Now we bring our whole awareness to our whole body and just feel any part of our body that's a bit tight, that's a bit stiff or a bit painful and we just relax and loosen any part of our body that's stiff, that's tight or a little bit painful, especially our back. The more we relax the body, the more we find comfort. And time to time, it's okay to gently move your body, to make it as comfortable as possible. Then we bring our awareness back to our face. Now we are awareness in our face. We are aware of our breath, breathing in and breathing out gently, peacefully. And sometimes it's good to remind yourself when you're breathing, you breathe in peace and you breathe out relax. Peace, relax, peace, relax, or calm and breathe out letting go, breathe in calm and breathe out letting go, calm and letting go. And just breathe gently and naturally. 
And basically that's the basic step of meditation, to relax the body, bring awareness to the body. Once we are grounded in the body, then we go back to our breath. And we notice our breathing in and breathing out, peacefully and calmly. Time to slowly settle the mind, settle our thoughts, settle our feelings. The mind will wonder and think a lot. It's natural, it's, a, it's the condition of the mind to think, to plan, and to wonder. We have about 50,000 to 80,000 thoughts a day. That will be two to 3,000 thoughts an hour. And that will be 55 thoughts a minute. So our mind is very, very busy. So now it's time to let go, to relax, relax the body and to calm the mind. So we stay with this body, relaxing the body, tranquilizing the body. Then we stay with our breath, using our breath to calm to calm the mind, to calm our thoughts, and to make peace with the moment. If your mind to wander out, it's okay. Just gently bring your awareness back to the body and stay with the breath. Now it's time to let go of the past. It's gone. There's nothing we can do about it. And don't worry about the future. It's so uncertain. Anything can happen. Now is the most important time to make peace, to stay with this moment.
if you find that your body tends to move a bit, shake a bit, fidget a bit, that's okay. Sometimes the body takes time for it to settle. So you can always move it slightly, make it comfortable, and just relax the body. body to move around or fidget a bit, it's okay, there's a lot to happen. It takes time for the body to relax and to let go. We don't force the body to become still, we gently allow it to relax and calm, calm itself. especially a very busy day. There's still a lot of energy in the body. So we make peace with this body and we relax and let it settle. And time to time you can move it around to make it as comfortable as possible. is comfortable, you bring awareness gently back to our breath. Stay with the breath and slowly, slowly calm the mind. Make peace with the moment. Especially make peace, making peace with oneself. As things become more, more and more quiet, you'll notice your five senses becoming heightened. You can feel more. And you can hear more. It's okay. Just stay with the body. Allow the body to do its things. And just relax. Sometimes it might feel quite warm or slightly pain, painful in the back. It's okay. 
Our job is just to relax and let it be and not to interfere. As your hearing becomes enhanced, you can hear more. It's okay. You can be aware of the, the wind blowing by, or the birds outside. Oh, the silence of the room. And you make peace with the room, noise, birds or the wind blowing by. Just listen with a quiet mind. As things become more quiet and peaceful, we just stay within this body and be aware of our breathing.
and allow the mind to be settled, calm and relaxed. Make peace with this moment. and let go of all our burdens and responsibility. We have 10 minutes left, so please enjoy the quiet time. It's always good to notice the body is more relaxed, especially the mind is more calm. There's less wandering. Meditation is not stopping thinking, it's allowing everything to settle and make peace and relax the mind. And let go, let go of all our burdens and responsibility and enjoy peace, happiness and freedom, free from the burden and responsibility of life. So please, Enjoy the next 10 minutes of this quiet and peaceful time.
we'll be finishing in a few minutes. So it's always good. Just reflect how was it before and after the meditation and just notice how more relaxed the body is and more calm and more peaceful the mind is less wandering thoughts I'll ring the gong three times. So just listen to all three ring and just gently come out of meditation and just relax. Gently just come out and just feel your body and um, yeah, just relax there for a few minutes. Uh. Yeah, so when it comes to meditation, it's good not to move around too quickly uh, and just keep the momentum uh, of 
of, of when the, the body is relaxed and the mind is quiet. Yep. Because we try and maintain the, um, the calmness of the mind and also the body. The meditation is, is not easy. It, it does take take a while to um, train ourselves to relax and let go. We spend all our life thinking and planning. We are so efficient at doing that. And uh, sometimes when things happen, there's out our control. We try and figure things out. We try and work things out. And we tend to ruminate on the past and beat ourselves up that we should have done better, we should know better, <laughs> we should have taken care of ourselves better, or we should have taken care of someone else better. So all these thoughts and ideas, uh, it's just endless. There's, there's no end, end to it. Uh. Yeah. The more we think, uh, sometimes the more upset we become, and more sad we, we feel. Uh. Yep. So in that class, with a lot of new people, uh, Say sometimes the best thing to do is just to let go. Let go. Not by soft thinking, by calming the mind down. So when you calm the mind down, you calm the, the endless thinking mind, the endless reflection of um, should be better, I miss that person. If I've done this, that will not happen. I should know better. I should be smarter. I should be wiser. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I thought to myself many times, I should have known. Should not be that naive. <laughs> should not be for finding. But it's just endless. Yeah. There's no end to it. So when you um, let things go, allow the mind to settle. Then you find peace. Then you find happiness. Yep. Because um, if we want to solve a problem or understand something that's happening in the world or with ourselves or other people, we have to settle the mind. Allow people peaceful. When, we, when the mind is free from defilements, mainly greed, wanting too much, anger, disappointment, uh, resentment, then um, all this will fuel the ego, the self. The more we think, the more we do, the more we suffer. But for, for a moment, to stop everything and allow the mind to settle. So when the mind is calm and peaceful and relaxed, when you look at the problem, it's not a problem anymore. It was just a lesson. Yep. When we have a lesson, we learn, we grow and we become a better person. If we think that it's, it was a, um, we've been done hard, uh, we've been taking advantage, uh, life is unfair, uh, why me? Uh, and all this, all this whinging and, 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 and complaining, uh, it will only cause more upset. Uh, yeah. So sometimes uh, during the wassail, uh, when I have a lot of time by myself, uh, man, the thoughts tend to drive me crazy. Uh, so sometimes I just gotta sit back and just just let, let things go. Enjoy the birds, enjoy the um, parrots coming to my kuti, asking for um, the scrap from my bowl. 
uh, yeah, the kangaroos will come in too and uh, look for the scrap and just look at me. Yeah, um, yeah enjoy, enjoy nature. That's one thing I miss about um, yeah, during the wasa. So much spare time. Yeah, so much time to reflect. Yeah, so it's quite interesting. We are living in a very interesting time. Yeah, so I don't know. I think things may get worse or may get better. But it's totally out of control. The best thing we can do is just to let go time to time and just to steal the mind. Yep. The more we can calm the mind, calm the defilements, then things become more clear. Because if we hold on to too many things, past, future, then uh, yeah, then it can, we can develop What's it called? Um, insomnia, where we spend all our time thinking about things that we've got no control over. Yeah. So that's why the Metta Sutta is very important just to chant and to reflect. So when we did the Metta Sutta down at um, Margaret River, we handed up the sheets to the new people that come, and also people that haven't seen much monastic, and we chant it in English. Yep. Some people actually ask if they can keep the Metta Sutta, so they can go back and read it again and again and again. Yep. And just reflect on the teaching. Yep. Like, of karma, things like karma to arise. We actually did two chanting. One was to do with the karma, we born from a karma, and uh, what we do, uh, we basically uh, yeah, become a uh, actor uh, or heir to our karma, our, our karma uh, yep. and other people's karma is their business. Yep. So sometimes all this teaching is just to remind us uh, that things happen in the world and um, we've got no control over things. It's called letting speed. Yep. And the Metta Sutta is very, very important. Like not holding to um, fixed views. So uh, right view is hard to develop, but if we don't have right view, then we try not to hold on to fixed views. Because when we have an idea in our mind, we hold on to it so hard, and we can't let it go, because we think we're right. Yet the more we hold on to it, yeah, then it becomes a burden. So if we can let it go, then we're free. Yeah. Yep, that's why I was saying that. I told the, the group down at uh, Margaret River, uh, meditation is like being a child again. Completely free, no burden, no care in the world. <laughs> Don't have a care in the world. Uh. Yeah, so that's why I really enjoy meditation. Yep. Okay, um, yeah, anyone have any questions? They can, you're, you're free to have a chat. Yes, uh, please uh, feel free to unmute yourself if you have a question. I have a question in the chat if you would like to start with that, uh, John. Would you like me to read it? Yes. For you? Yes, please. Thank you. I would like to ask Venerable about his personal practice of handling fear of aging, getting old and sick, and separation. Oh, okay. Because in my practice, often these thoughts appear. Yes. The, the, these thoughts are quite normal and natural. 
it will come. And uh, the more we hold on to it, uh, then uh, the fear will arise. Yep. So that's why body reflection is very important. We know this body is getting old and it does become quite sickly. Uh, and we're not as young as we used to be. Uh, even myself, I'm getting older. So before that, when I was younger, I can work harder. And um, yeah, quite strong, able to lift lots stuff. Because um, I used to be, actually I'm still a mechanic, uh, working up the mines, so I can lift out all the big heavy tires and stuff, and um, engine components. Now, I'm close to my 50s, uh, have to be more careful uh, not to injure, injure my back. Uh, so sometimes, if I feel that it's too heavy, uh, I'll ask someone to give me a hand. So I just have to be more gentle with this body. I know it's a part of the, the aging process. So um, I've got no control over this body. All I can do is eat well, exercise, and let go of this body as much as possible. So it can regenerate. But the most important thing yeah, is our mind. So we take care of our mind then um, yeah, this body will take care of itself better. Because when I was a lay person, I used to have a lot of anxiety, worry and fear. And it actually affected my body. So my body became quite tense. Yep, to the point uh, where, uh, yeah, my back here become quite stiff and my hands start shaking. Yep. And also my, my eyesight start to become a bit blur. Yep, so a lot of anxiety and fear coming up. Uh. So when I started learning meditation, uh, practicing loving kindness, uh, yeah, that was so free. Uh. So I replaced all the negative thoughts uh, with positive thoughts, kindness, compassion, especially loving kindness to oneself. Because we tend to beat ourselves so much uh, in life. Uh, because when we compare with other people, uh, I mean other people, they work hard, they do well. Uh, we tend to measure too much. But I notice people that work very hard, sometimes they're very busy all the time. And uh, yeah, then they find it very hard to find peace. And I notice sometimes they can't stop moving around. They have to like move around. It's like, it's funny, it's just it's constantly moving around. Yeah, so yeah, so sometimes it's good to have a break. Yeah, learn to um, have a rest. Yep, so. Being successful uh, does not mean you'll be happy. Uh. It just means a bigger burden. Once I saw a, a cartoon, uh, a nice cartoon uh, of this Viking. Uh, he was dreaming about having a big castle. Uh, thinking of dreaming about it. Uh. Then in another dream, uh, he saw himself just working and cleaning all the time. And he got a bit worried and said, oh, okay. Then he started dreaming about a small place again. Uh. Then he feel a lot more happier. Uh. Because when you have a big place, uh, tend to work very hard. More things to maintain, more things to worry about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I used to do, run my own business. Jeez, work almost six, seven days a week. Work from, from morning into um, dusk. Yeah, sometimes 16 hours a day. Wow, that was quite draining. But I just practiced mindfulness. So it was not too bad. Yep have a positive mind. But all my partners, they, they got burned out, they left, they left. After they left, they decided, okay, time to shut the business down. Yep. I mean, work is important. We need to learn, uh, learn 
earn a livelihood. But if it affects our health, then we have to prioritize what is more important. Money, wealth, or our mental health and our physical health. We must take care of this body as much as possible by just relaxing it and feeling if it, if it is in pain or stiff, then we can basically allow it to heal. So when you heal and relax the body, then you can regenerate a lot better. Like I'm, I'm, I'm close to my 50, so I don't know, I look okay. I don't have too many wrinkles. And um, when I go back home, my, um, yeah, my parents and my brothers told me I, I don't look like I don't age much. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I try not to stress myself out too much. Yeah, I mean life as a monk is pretty good sometimes when I think about it. When I visit other people, I realize, okay, I do have a good, good life. It's just up here, it's not perfect. It's not silent and still all the time. It does wonder. And uh, yeah, it does go a bit crazy sometimes. <laughs> But I train my mind to um, yeah, stop, have, have less crazy thoughts. But I always remember when I went to visit um, some of our old supporters as are in their 80s or 90s, they are quite old and also, yeah, don't have long to live. But I always remember that when we come over and visit, they were always happy to see the monastic and we gave a blessing and we went away. Then they, they went back to normal and they call us again. We come back again, our blessing, then it went back to normal. We did it about three or four times before, um, before she passed away. But I always, always notice some of the older supporters that's been practicing for um, a long time, almost their whole life. Even if the body is getting old, they're getting sick, it's falling apart. But in their heart, in their mind, they're at ease. You can see that their mind is very um, quite aware, quite relaxed, and quite serene. Yep, and uh, quite happy and at ease. That realize getting old, when the body is falling apart, is it's part of nature. But you train your mind not to um, just just watch and be peaceful. Then it's not a problem. Because when I left the nursing home, I noticed other people, it's like, wow. It's like, you can see the fear, you can feel the fear. It's like, they are, you can see the fear in the eyes. It's, it's like, they wake up and there's fear, and there's a lot of anxiety. And um, yeah, and it's almost like um, watching people that's almost like already not living anymore. It's like the mind is gone. It's like seeing people like just constantly worry and just wandering around the place. Um, and uh, basically no memory and it's quite sad to see that le. then but I want to see this old supporter le. yeah she's this a mind sharp and she's at peace yeah so as practitioner we, we always try and take care of our mind because the mind is basically the forerunner of everything even when this body disappears or fall apart le, our mind will continue on Yep. Mm. Okay, I hope that makes sense. Yeah, is there any other questions? Yes, there is. Uh, I'll read it from the chat for you and then maybe we might be able to take some questions from the floor. Uh, thank you for your serene meditation, Ajahn. 
My question is when the mind calms down, what should one do with the slow moving random mental images? No, it's okay. When the mind becomes settled, the mind becomes clear and peaceful. You see, you cannot stop thinking. Thinking is always there. But you can slow it down, make it peaceful. So your thinking becomes like a, almost like echo in the background. You know, you feel and you understand. But there's no like the mental chat. Yep. So once once the um the, the mind becomes peaceful, it becomes like a knowing, pure awareness, where you know, you understand, but there's no like endless wondering mind or chatting mind. What I mean by this is sometimes I come across a practitioner, they say their mind is so peaceful and so calm, but it says there's so, still the movement of, of the mind, but the mind is so like clear and radiant. So when in deep meditation, when you become very calm and very peaceful, when the body almost disappears, sometimes there's a, there's a mental image that arises. They will call it nimitta or the sign of the mind. So when the mind is very pure, it's really bright and radiant. It's like the pure mind, but there's still awareness there. They're still knowing, and sometimes it's a slight movement of thinking. Yep. So if you read people that have near-death experience, when they die in a car accident or in a in the hospital, they always describe this really beautiful, bright, bright light. Yeah. So it's basically it's a reflection of the mind. You see, you see oneself. You see the mind, and um, there's there's pure awareness. You're aware, you know, but it's, it's completely silent. And sometimes, or sometimes it's just completely silent. But when you come back for a near-death experience, then the thinking becomes stronger. But also in deep meditation, the same thing will happen, where once the mind becomes very calm and peaceful, and the body almost disappears, then the mind becomes very radiant and bright and pure. Yep. But they're still thinking in the background. Yep. Because there's only in jhana where everything's completely stopped. And there's fewer bliss. But that's very, that's very deep meditation. Yep. And sometimes it takes a while for a practitioner to um, get into that kind of practice. But if we, if we can still a mind where it becomes clear, bright and radiant, then that's good enough. That means you're happy, you're at peace, you're free, and sometimes you feel like um, you're a, um, a saint or a devil living on, on, um, on the planet. But if you look at some pictures, you see pictures of um, uh, holy people and there's a halo around their, their head. Yep. But for a yogi practitioner, you develop a pure heart, a pure mind, then you get that inner brightness. Yep. So sometimes, um, some people can see it. Yep. So yeah, sometimes in the monastery, people ask me, hey, it's, it's a place haunted. I say, what do you mean haunted? They say, I, I saw something moving around really bright. And I go, oh, okay. There might be a, 
one of those heavenly beings, because they tend to visit monastery quite often. Yeah, but we normally don't talk about it. As a monastic, sometimes um, you get all this kind of experience from lay people. Yep. So these things do exist, but we don't talk about it. So this is the mind that is basically move on to the next existence. So the more pure the mind, then the more free we are. Because attachment brings a lot of um, worry, anxiety, and suffering. A mind is pure, purer. It's completely free. Yeah, we don't hang on to too many things. We tend to let things go more easily. Yeah, so basically that's the, the practice of the Eightfold Path. Anyway, I, got, I think I got overboard. Okay, um, is, any, any other questions? Uh, no, I don't think you're going overboard at all, Ajahn. I was just about to tell you, thank you for holding us in the palm of your mind this evening. It's been a beautiful experience. Ah, oh, okay, thank you. Yes. I think well, I, I probably talked too much, too, too many guides. No, not at all. Too many instructions. Thank because, um, Very, very wonderful. Because when I was teaching... I'm oh, sorry. Yes. When I was teaching, yes. teaching at Margaret River, I noticed if I don't speak for a long time, people tend to um, move around a lot. And, um, but if I give more and more instruction, then I notice the, the, the crowd will just become more relaxed and more peaceful. Then you've, you feel the, the peace start to increase. Yep. So that's why I find that, okay, I just got to give more and more instruction so for people to basically just continue um, calming the mind and, and relaxing the body. Yep. So that's basically for um, beginners. But for advanced practitioners, let's say you've been practicing for many times, too much instruction, instruction can be a big distraction. So sometimes I have to feel the crowd that I can gauge. Is it enough or not enough? So um, online teaching, I find it's very hard to work out what's going on. Okay. Anyway, please forgive you've me. Caught, you've caught the balance this evening. Okay, that's, that's great. Yeah, thank you. Okay. Uh, Nikki would like to unmute and ask you a question. Nikki? Oh, yeah. Thanks, Chris. Thank you, Ajahn. I want to ask you a question about meditation. Um, I was following your instruction and I, and I wonder if you could help me with this. This is something that happens in meditation all the time is I'll become peaceful and then my mind wanders off and then I jolt at the, mm -hmm. oh, I've got to get back to breath. Mm -hmm. And I have, it's like this constant cycle of peaceful, mind wanders off. And it's, it's not so much the mind wandering off, it's the jolting. I get, I jolt myself out of it. I think I'm like that in life. I think I'm quite jumpy and I think mm. maybe, just as I was listening to you, that's what's happening in meditation. It's like I, I'm telling myself off in a way. I'm, I, I, I don't know how I'm doing that. I can't stop it. That's so, um, is, yeah, is, how would I do yeah, that? Yeah, it's, it's okay because sometimes we, we it's a, it's a way for us uh, to find comfort. So time, time to time, uh, we just move around to know the body is still there. So we feel safe. It's a way just to relax. Like, so don't, because I've seen people that sit non-stop, uh, don't move, uh, 
like complete stillness. Then, um, then when they finish, yeah, like it's like, like meditation become like um, like a chore yeah, and effort yeah, to um, to be a perfect meditator. <laughs> Using force is not the way. I, I did that for five years yeah, and it got me nowhere. Yeah, because I was trying to be perfect. So, but when I learned to relax the body and allow just, just the mental things to happen. Yeah, I make peace with the with the mind, the body. Yeah, then slowly it becomes easier. So the body attachment is very strong in all of us. It takes many, many years to let go of this attachment. People that are noticing let go of the body quite easily is if they can learn to let go of the body quick enough and enjoy the, the breath easily. But it's, it's, it's always our conditioning to um, always check our body time to time and when we relax uh, too much uh, sometimes the energy comes out and we move around just to check are we are we there uh, am i safe I, I didn't disappear <laughs> so it's, it's quite normal uh, yeah so just 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 let it be uh, so if it comes good let it comes but if it disappear great yeah it's, it's always experience uh. um, there are some cases where people have so much pain in the body, say people that have cancer, and they, they have to, they got no choice. They have to really learn to relax and let go. Once they let go of the body, they find a lot, a lot of relief from the body. Yep. There's no pain, no pain is there. But if we have a healthy body, we tend to um, check it too regularly. But the funny thing is, when I was teaching in Malaysia, um, I notice a lot of people that's healthy. They say they can't, they can't, they can't allow the body to disappear. But there was two person uh, that's basically got cancer and dying. Uh, they don't have long to live, uh, and basically they have the best meditation uh, because there was so much pain in the body uh, that they have to um, basically let go. They don't have a choice. Uh. Yeah, so that's interesting uh, with um, body awareness. Uh. Yeah, so that's why it's always go back to body awareness and always try and let go, relax, 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 let go, let go, let go. And yeah, and one day you might, um, uh, we'll say, practice and, and let go of this body enough eh, where it might not move again. But if it does move, it's fine. Let, let, it, let, let it joke. Eh? Because the joking thing eh, is just to remind us that we're here and we're safe. Yep. It's just something that we cope with. Yep. Because on the, um, the last teaching appointment, eh, uh, one of the ladies was saying that she's moving a lot. Le, and I say it's fine, just, just let her move. And if she moves, she, she, she feel more comfortable and more relaxed. The worst thing, worst thing is to like force yourself not to um, move. Eh, and it becomes very stiff and tight. Eh. Then, uh, then, then it becomes meditation, becomes like a lot of effort. I used to do that. Le. I used to stiff out so much, eh, don't move. Eh. And uh, yeah, then with my face, I, yeah, it starts to become like really stiff. <laughs> After I realize, oh, okay, I can't be bothered. I just let go. I let the body do what it does. Uh, then everything becomes very peaceful. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes if we work, yes. Yeah, sometimes we work very hard. We get very tired. And sometimes I do lying meditation. And uh, yeah, the lying meditation works well. Especially if we work work a lot. And uh, we're always moving a lot, moving around the place a lot. Yeah. Yeah, so this
practice what works. Don't, don't force your body and don't force your mind. But meditation is basically relaxing and calming, calming the mind. Yep. So it's, it's better, it's always better to um, understand why meditation. I always ask myself, why did I meditate? Yeah? It was the only thing that came to my mind because I just want to be free. Free and also to um, unburden myself. Yeah. Well, it wasn't, wasn't ever to get, get, get something out of it. Like. It, was, it was mainly just to let go. Okay, I hope that makes sense. Thank you, Ajahn. It's beautifully put. Um, tonight, Ajahn, you've connected with Perth, Poland, Thailand, UK, America, Malaysia, Hong Kong, Germany, Indonesia, and Japan. Oh, wow. This group is getting bigger. Mm. <laughs> yes, we are getting getting very spread all over the world. So yes. uh, it's a very special opportunity to have you here again with us, Ajahn. And um, Ajahn, yes. would you like to leave with a blessing in Pali? Or yes. English? Okay. So this is a quick blessing for everyone's happiness and welfare. Nati ne sananangano, butu ne sananangano, ete na sachawate na sutite hote sapata. Nati ne sananangano, butu ne sanan, damo ne sananangano, ete na sachawate na sutite hote sapata. Nati ne sananangano, Sanko me sananyanu, ete nasachawate nasutite hosasapata. So that, what that means is, may the, the Buddha, the Dharma, and the Sangha protect you wherever you go. So may the Triple Gem protect you.